put yourself a little above average because it's good to shoot for the stars and people will also uh, ascribe more value to a slightly higher price tag. If you're in the lower end, they'll be like, why do I want you? You're not special, but you are special. So set yourself up for success and push yourself a little more and it'll pay off. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Angelina Singer. Angelina, it's great to have you on the show. Hey, Gresh. It's great to be here. Thanks again for the warm welcome. Yes, super excited to have you on. And before we jump to the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Angelina so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's working on. And Angelina is a young adult, new adult author with a romantic comedy, Just Like a Pill, books one through three of a dystopian science fiction trilogy, the Upper World series, and both books of the Rewind duology available for purchase on Amazon right now. In addition to her writing career, Angelina graduated Magnum Culotti from Stone Hill College in 2019, where she studied English, music, and creative writing. Angelina is also a board member of the Association of Rhode Island Authors, managing their Young Adult Initiative, and her day job is freelance editing and content writing, helping clients bring their literary visions to life. Angelina, super excited to have you on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I'm so stoked to be here. Go for it. <laughs> Let's make it happen then. So to kind of kick everything off, I know I touched on a little bit when I read your bio, but I wanted to hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Uh, yeah, you know, it's funny uh, with writing and life in general, things kind of start in a place and you're kind of like, I didn't expect it to start this way, but it did. And so I guess I'll start from the very beginning. I've always been good at writing. Writing in school, teachers would say, oh, your essay is fine as a rough draft. You're just really good at this. And I'm like, okay, dope. I'll, I'll skip <laughs> the second draft. I'll take it, you know, love yeah, it. Right. And then from there, I started writing stories. Actually, I, I don't, I've told so many interviewers this, so it's probably out there now, but I'll tell you because I've never told you in this audience, but I wrote just like a pill because I had this monstrous crush on this guy from band camp, like monstrous. And I'll show you. It's this book right here. <laughs> nice. And uh, it was just horrendously embarrassing, but it was so funny. And I wrote the story more for myself just to kind of move past it and kind of get that out of my system. And then I realized, oh, this is actually a story. I could legit do something with this. So um, a guy I knew from my church actually said, you know, you can publish yourself on Amazon. I'm like, really? Tell me more about this. So I did it. I went on Kindle and, you know, that book is very raw. It's very honest. It's very real. Um, it doesn't have the same polish and finesse that my newer stuff has, but I love the way it's a snapshot of where I was when I was 19 and all the things I had going on then. So it's a really a cool kind of moment in time. And I, I love it for that, even if I cringe a little bit. But from there, I had the stories going. And then the content writing and whatnot happened because um, writing is my strength. It's the one thing I know that I don't have to try to do. You know, I can study guitar and music all I want, but it's not natural to me. Writing comes naturally. And so from there, I had a friend that I met through a Facebook group that we're very close still. And he's an author as well. And he said, you know, you'd be a really good editor. And I'm like, 
really? You think so? And he's like, yeah, you should really pursue that. Cause I edited his stuff just pro bono. Like, you know, cause I can, it's a friend, why not? And from there, I started to freelance edit. And it turns out I am a good editor. And he's the one that told me that. And I met him through an author group on Facebook. So you see how it just kind of starts to unfold and how life is wild that way. And from there, I joined other Facebook groups and networked and joined like the EFA, Editorial Freelancers Association. Um, I'm not on there anymore because at this point, I have enough of a client base that between my um, contract positions with certain companies, I just don't need it as much. But it was a great launching point into what I do now. So all from a stupid crush, right? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, I love that. And, you know, it's so funny because I don't know if you ever heard the Steve Jobs quote where he says a lot of times in life, you only understand like what's happening and why it's happening when you look backwards and connect the dots. And sometimes when you start out with that, that stupid crush or that story or whatever that is, and like, how did I end up here? It, it's just funny to kind of see the progression of our lives, progression of our businesses and journeys that we kind of go through in life. Oh, definitely. And looking back, like, I feel like that'll make a heck of a memoir, right? Like, is that so <laughs> <Yes>. funny? <laughs> and it, it's still going too. life doesn't stop. Like, not only do you keep learning new lessons, but you also keep unfolding. For example, I recently met the editor in chief of Wargate books at um, a situate Rhode Island art festival that I was selling books at. And he has friends at a different uh, publishing company that might represent me in the future. So I'm going to keep that under wraps just because I, it's really up in the air and we don't know anything yet, but it was really cool to connect with him. And he actually knows my vocal narrator, uh, Chelsea Quoka, who did my Rewind duology on Audible. So I'm still kind of waiting for that to unfold and I'm very excited about it. Yeah, it's 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 definitely an exciting time and, and definitely always, um, we sometimes forget. I, I love how you said we're kind of writing our, our um, memoirs, writing our, our book right now, writing our story. And sometimes we forget about that aspect as you're constantly meeting people, connecting with people. And I, and I like to say, being closer and further in alignment, you start to attract the people that are getting you to yes. exactly where you want to be. And I think that's such a powerful place to be once you're able to do it. Oh, definitely. And what you said about, I love what you said about alignment, because something in my life that I'm really being very intentional about these days is guarding my energy and guarding my, my mindset. Because when you are aware of your being and how you interact with others, you're able to then capitalize on not only how you interact with the world, but how you perceive the world and how people perceive you. And when you claim that and you know that you're in charge of your emotions and not the other way around, then it everything just works so much better. You're like in charge of your own ship and things just move. So I've been really thriving lately. I really have been. Uh, I love how you put that. Yeah, absolutely. I love how you do that because it's it's so important to understand that that's that's the power and that's the power that you can claim you can take ownership of and start to be very intentional and, and very deliberate in how and what it is that you're doing. So um, I, I know you touched a little bit upon like what you're doing and how you're working with the clients that you serve. Could you take us through a little bit more about that? Tell us a little bit more about your freelancing and everything you're doing from that standpoint. Most definitely. So um, my clients that I had prior to my more recent uh, contract gigs with, I'll tell you really quick, Grove Collaborative is an organic product company that I'm working with. I do the content writing, article edits, um, just stuff for their products. Great company, love them, great people, uh, good, organic, healthy, uh, planet-friendly stuff. So we love that. Um, then the second company is the Biomed Center in Providence, Rhode Island. I'm actually going to be starting, I think, probably later this month doing a lot of their 
kind of social media, like TikTok, fun stuff for them, which I love because if you could already tell from my spiel about energy, I'm so deeply into holistic medicine and how important this mindful attitude is about how you perceive the world and how you take care of your body and how you interact. I am a creative writer. I'm a creative editor. Um, I also develop novels for clients and I go through and leave really detailed comments about plot development, character development, overall feel, tone, style, clarity. Yeah, that's kind of how I got into the freelancing. And it all started once again from my friend. Uh, his name is Joel Spaulding. He's the one that got me into the editing gig and I am so grateful to him and his support of me. So you never know who you meet on a Facebook page. I'm telling you, uh, he's a he's a great guy. And so very good to have his uh, friendship for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It speaks so much to, you know, your environment and who you have around you and how important that is and how that can direct you towards really phenomenal spots and sometimes not as phenomenal spots, depending <laughs> on who's around you and, of course, what you do, you know, with that. So I love that you kind of, you know, sounds like took that baton and hit the ground, you know, was running as much as um, possible. Do you, do you feel like your experience in terms of being able to kind of produce and, and, and publish your own novel, do you think that has helped you out as far as like being an editor and being able to kind of provide that insight for the clients that you work with? Oh, definitely. In fact, if I hadn't published my own stuff, I probably would be very critical of like, gee, can I do this? Because I don't know what publishing entails. I don't know. Uh, I do know because I've done it. But I mean, hypothetically, right. <laughs> hypothetically, I'd be like, uh, what am I basing my expertise on? I think they like to see that, oh, she's published six novels. She knows what she's doing. And of course, they're self-published. And I think the more you do it and the more people you work with, you just gain more of a knowledge set. And from there, you then take those lessons and those know-hows and then enrich your resume and your abilities. And you have more things to offer clients. It all snowballs from there. So this is why I, I welcome all these learning opportunities. And I'm so grateful to any client that gives me the opportunity to help them, but also to learn myself. So it's a very synergistic kind of arrangement, I would say. I would say to anybody listening, just know your worth. Uh, don't settle for anything less and make sure you educate yourself on the going rates for things. Line yourself up against people in your same market and your same line of work and make sure that you're, I would say, put yourself a little above average because it's good to shoot for the stars and people will also uh, ascribe more value to a slightly higher price tag. If you're in the lower end, they'll be like, why do I want you? You're not special, but you are special. So set yourself up for success and push yourself a little more. It'll pay off. What's the saying? Uh, luck favors the bold. And, and I think so many times uh, we don't sometimes value ourselves as much as we should. And sometimes when we're asking for it, we're thinking there's no way it'll happen. And, right. and oftentimes we are not seeing that we're providing such a great solution to a problem that somebody else might have. And to be able to kind of fulfill that is something that's absolutely huge. So make sure to, to ask for um, what you're worth. And, and sometimes more than what we sometimes perceive our worth to be is, is huge. So would you consider that to be what I like to call a CEO hack. So there's a little bit more of an app, a book, or a habit that you have, uh, but it's something that makes you more effective and efficient is, is asking for your worth and maybe even beyond our worth. Is, do you consider that to be a hack? Oh, definitely. But I do want to give the caveat that when you ask for beyond your work, you better be ready to step up and push yourself farther than you've ever gone. Do not stay at the same level and expect more compensation. It just doesn't work. You're going to look like an idiot. People are going to be like, wow, they're just money hungry. They're not giving me the best. If you put in the work, you do the extra things. And you know what? I know scope creep is a thing. But if you're getting really good pay, don't be afraid to throw in a couple extras. People love freebies, not to go too far, 
But when you say, hey, you're an amazing customer, I want to do this extra little thing for you because I appreciate your business and I love your partnership and I want to support you. They're going to be like, oh my gosh, wow, really? Thank you. I'm going to tell all my friends. And you see how it creates a snowball of positivity. So I guess to summarize that whole idea, um, ask for more than you're comfortable with, just a little more, push yourself, but then you better push yourself to back that up to make it worthwhile. So it's kind of like taking that jump, but then also wearing the rocket on you to propel you when you take the jump. It's going to be a two-part sort of system to produce the success that you know you need. Yeah, absolutely. It becomes an investment. So when you start to plant those seeds, then they start to blossom and grow into some really phenomenal things. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget, and you might already touched on this, but this is a little (laughs) bit more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. I like to say, if you were to hop into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. When you really realize I am worth it. I have skills to offer. I'm going to ask for the money and the compensation I know I deserve for my time and my skills that I cultivated for all these years. Um, It situates you as an expert in your field. And when you take that and you take leadership opportunities within that, it reminds you that you're really good at what you do and you deserve to have all the accolades that maybe your competitors have, if not more, I don't know, you know? So I would tell myself, don't give up, keep writing, keep studying your craft, keep honing your craft, keep networking. That is the biggest thing. Oh my gosh, so much networking. So stick with it. Don't give up. It's coming, kid. You're going to be fine is what I would tell her. Yeah, that's that's so powerful. And I think so many times we can you know, look around and feel like we're lacking X, Y, and Z or A, B, and C. But a lot of times if we go within and we value ourselves, we understand our power, you start to realize that you have a lot more to your advantage if you just change your perspective and look at it in a different and unique way. So absolutely appreciate that. And I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping our different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Angelina, what does being a CEO mean to you? Oh, I love this question. I would say um, it's being the boss of your own ship. Sure. It's the boss of your business and the, and the chief, the head honcho of what you do. But more than that, it is taking charge of your life. This is your mindset, your positivity, your goals, even your weaknesses. If you take charge of your weaknesses and say, I recognize I have a deficit in this area, but I'm going to work on it and make it a strength. You'll be unstoppable. So don't just be a CEO of your business, be a CEO of your life and your goals and your abilities and your personality and all the things that make you unique. Do that. um, Make your life and your body and your relationships and experiences, make it all part of what you do. And then you'll be uh, doing your best because that's all you can do and you'll be thriving before you know it. So to answer your question more specifically, um, being a CEO is a holistic experience of mind, body, spirit, and goals all wrapped into one with just peace and confidence and positivity going forward in confidence and humility and just joy in what you do because we all do what we do for a reason and it's all by design. Angelina, truly appreciate that definition. I, of course, appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do now was just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people get a copy of your books, find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. Absolutely. Thank you, Gresh. So I'll just go ahead and say my website is angelinasinger.com. It's, um, I'm sure you're going to put this in the copy and stuff on the episode too. So that'll be there. He's very thorough. Love this. Um, <laughs> you can also find me on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok. I'm trying to get with, you know, young kids and all the fun stuff. It's at Angelina Singer author. And I would love to connect with you. Send me an email uh, via my website. You can contact me for freelancing, for content editing or content writing, or even just check out a book. They're on Amazon. Just search my name, Angelina Singer. 
and uh, leave a review if you read them. I would love to hear what you think about my time travel duology or my dystopian trilogy or even the book that started it all, which is called uh, Just Like a Pill. And it's this cute little red cover of my face because I was very bold when I was 19. Uh, <laughs> it was very funny. Um, and I would love to share those stories with you. So thank you again for having me. I really hope to connect with all these wonderful listeners. And uh, thanks again. Absolutely. And to make it even easier, we'll have the links and information in the show notes, just like you said, Angelina. So I uh, truly appreciate you, of course, for taking some time out today and reminders of how important it is to kind of lean into who we are, lean into our story. And, and we even have the power to write that story and, and control that story. So thank you so much for doing that and remind us of doing that. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. No, same to you, Grush. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.